Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Super Black. We are your host, Carl. And Dan. And today we're going to be talking about a little game we like to play called Injustice 2. Now, what about Injustice 2 are we talking about? Are we talking about the amazing combat or the uh, amazing super finishes that happen or perhaps some of the great level transitions within that? No, we're going to be talking about black characters who are alternate skins to more popular characters. In that game, uh, there are three in, uh, three alternate skins in particular that uh, I brought up with Dan earlier, and that's Fixin, who is an alternate skin to Cheetah. That is John Stewart, who is an alternate skin to Hal Jordan, and Black Lightning, who is an alternate skin to Raiden. Now, yep. Dan, my question to you is, any of these characters created, if, if you took any of their skins and created their own independent characters, does it, does it make much of a difference? Like if they were split from their kind of base character, as it were. I can make an argument for all three of those characters to get their own individual um, play, uh, like player set. The one that stands out the most to me is Vixen. Like mm-hmm. watching her gameplay and understanding the core of that character, it makes no sense to me. Like it makes no sense throwing that character on top of a cheetah. Makes no sense at all. Yeah, I agree. I think I think Vixen has the highest claim to her own character because she does actually have a very interesting power set, uh, which is steeped in like African culture and it, it's um, there's there's a lot of gameplay that can come out of that. Like having her, there's, there's a, a mechanic in the game where you have a special move. If you hit circle, it's a very uh, specific uh, special ability that each character gets. And hers could be swapping animals. So something she can swap to a cheetah to make herself faster or press the button and swap to an elephant to make herself stronger, or, you know, just have different combinations because some characters do that. Like the Hellboy down uh, DLC, he has an amulet that when you press circle, with a different configuration, it does different things. We, the Vixen can have the exact same thing. But instead, yeah. she's kind of hampered where she's just this rapper on top of Cheetah. And it's very evident, like you yeah. said. I mean, and it's not like the mechanics aren't there already in the game where all you had to do was hit that circle and randomly, like, you choose uh, another, like, a, like, an animal. Let's face it, because, like, what? You have Gorilla um, Grodd in there. So that's your gorilla skin right there. So you can literally hit that hit that button and have her crouch down to like a gorilla rod stance. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like have that um, the just repurpose some of those uh, alternate stances for them. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like God, like God knows they do that already with a lot of the characters where they repurpose moves from character to character. Um, that would be so cool. Yeah, so, I would, I would, yeah. I would love to see that that level of, and it's, I, I would assume it's not. I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's super easy to kind of diminish the work, but it would be a lot simpler to do that than something else, I would suppose. But um, yeah, but that'd be really cool to see a character kind of you hit that button and they switch a stance. So, you know, well, this is their power stance. And it has been done in games before, like Mortal Kombat yeah. games have done it before. Yeah, it's like as she's walking around that stance, you, you literally just, like, you know, in the comic book, when she summons that particular animal trait the ghost of the animal appears around her for a second, then diminishes. But in the game, you know, once once that is summoned, she goes out to the stance, and you have 
you know, that Gorilla Garad standing over her. Well, well, not totally Gorilla Garad, but like that Gorilla stance following her around, like on, like shaped on top of her as she's doing her moves. Mm-hmm. And and you know, yeah, go ahead. Um, Cheetah, same thing, right? She could summon Cheetah, and they could build a mod on top of that with the that would have a, like a particular stance she'd be standing in to fight as that character. Yeah, there's a lot of potential, especially in her finishing move, like the ability mm-hmm. to have her summon multiple animals to completely decimate somebody would be really cool. Just thinking off the top of my head, she can, you know, stampede as a rhinoceros and run over the person and then pick them up, toss them in the air, turn into a bird, fly straight up, and then, I don't know, turn into an elephant and then drop on top of them. <laughs> Just Yeah. I mean, it's like, with, sorry, cut across you again. Like, I, the more and more I think about this, the more and more I realize it's such a wasted opportunity because there's the there's a fighting stage where they're in a museum and you have a mammoth and you have an antelope and you have all these characters in the background. You can't tell me you can't find a way to incorporate those. Like Mortal Kombat used to do it all the damn time. Like they're inanimate objects, but they find a way to make like to to bring a dragon or or, or a, a, a animality into the game. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know they can do the same thing. It's made by the same damn company. Let's face it. Yeah, I, I I agree. The more we talk about it, Vixen is a wasted opportunity because she does open herself to a lot of different movesets and a lot of different special abilities or and fun mix-ups like that's what makes fighting games fighting games like when you can make things like mix things up and make it fun to watch she has so much potential like literally just like bouncing somebody off a wall activating your special animal ability and then juggling from that point that you know that would look fun as all hell yeah and i i always i think about well i think about the kind of glut of characters that they've put out it has been fantastic but some of them i I do question like raiden and sub-zero you have this very deep bench of dc characters you can possibly use and you take two mortal Kombat characters and put them in there that always confused me and it's a way for them to make money because they're they're throwing in recognizable characters. Like people have that connection to Sub Zero. People have that connection to Raid. Like, let's face it, the reason I really started playing um Injustice 2 and taking it seriously is like, oh shit, Raiden. And the reason I'm sticking with it is like, oh, Ninja Turtles. Like they're gonna be dropping that in. I'm curious to see how that's gonna go. Yeah. Because, you know, like I said before, like a lot of these added characters are uh characters that are swapped in with different movesets. Right, taken from other characters. Yeah. So I'm curious. To see, I'm curious to see that gameplay, how that's gonna that's gonna work out. I still think the potential of all four turtles being assigned to different moves, like as you do combos, different turtles will jump out mm-hmm. and do stuff. I assume that's how it's gonna work, or I would, I'd be interested to see if that's how it's gonna work. And I would but, assume that Leonardo would be your starter. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, yes, I would assume the same thing. Either him or Raphael, depending on like which version. They want to shoot for now because apparently the new the new cartoon that's coming out, Raphael is going to be the leader. But that's a whole that. But I digress. That's a whole different thing. But uh, yeah, that's that's you know, Injustice Two. If you're listening, the people just to make that happen. You know, say give, give at least in the sequel, give Vixen her due because yeah. she can be so fun. Like think, that concept alone would be so fun. I wonder if Vixen was in the first Injustice. I can't remember. Let me look. That no, up. she she wasn't. She wasn't. Okay. No. Yeah, she 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 opens herself up to some interesting gameplay options. I think the I I think Hal Jordan and 
John Stewart is a good kind of mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking to a friend of mine who's a big comic nerd, he only knew about, and this is interesting, he only knew about Green Lantern John Stewart. He didn't know anything about Hal Jordan when he was growing up because he grew up on the Justice League cartoon. Mm. So he only knew that John Stewart was Green Lantern. It wasn't until mm. he started reading comic books he was like, "There's other Green Lanterns," and he goes, "Wait, Hal Jordan is the most popular Green Lantern." <laughs> mm-hmm. He was so very confused. He was like, I, "I've never heard of this guy," which I thought was interesting. Yeah, uh, um, it's and with this one as well. Like, I, if he would be the second uh, most, uh, like, he'd be second in line for that upgrade in terms of like there, you know the they're distinctive personalities and like the thing with the, the green lanterns are like their power sets are this like, you know, the power sets is essentially the same, but their mind works differently and how they, they choose to manifest their powers. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, how Jordan is distinctly different from, um, from John Stewart as, as like Kyle Rayner, like Kyle Rayner was an illustrator. He's an artist. So a lot of his manifestations were a lot more cartoony, a lot more fun. How Jordan just seemed to be like just straightforward, uh, like uh, guns, yeah, exactly. Fire guns, jets. Like, what, yeah, yeah. It's like rational. It's like it's like what would you, what would be John Stewart? Like how would you give John Stewart more personality? Because the other thing, like in the Justice League cartoon, like I remember him, he was like very like stoic, very militaristic in the way he he presented himself. All right, let let's let's close this one out with a little talk about Black Lightning and Raiden, and how weird that was at least for me when i saw that he was a uh, black lightning was an alternate skin to raiden i said okay i get it they both have lightning powers but i've never seen well let's let me preface i've never really seen a whole lot from black lightning in general but i don't believe the raiden's superman tackle is in his repertoire of moves <laughs> It was always, it's very strange to me. And then his, uh, Raiden's repurposed kind of um, finisher and victory pose are both, in my opinion, there's just one man's opinion, but they're lazily converted to Black Panther, uh, Black Panther, yeah. to Black Lightning. Uh, oh, absolutely. Ra- the Raiden's, Black Power Fist? The, the, yeah. the Black Lightning Power Fist? That is so weird to watch. It's so strange when you see, like, uh, Raiden's, uh, I keep, mispronouncing his name Raiden Raiden when you see him do his finisher and that dragon face comes down and like grabs the guy and drop throws him at the floor you're like oh that's cool but when you see the fist it's so it looks unfinished and it it looks it doesn't has the same it doesn't have the same impact and that victory pose is the same thing like when when Raiden uh throws the dragon at the screen you can't even see through the dragon you just see the dragon but the fist on the other hand is you could see right through it, and you can see black lightning in the back. I don't know. It may be that I'm not super up on black lightning or interested in that character at all. Mm-hmm. Or it could be that that was just a strange choice on coupling Raiden with I a mean, DC character. I was the most accepting of that because because of how little I knew about black lightning and how little I still know about black lightning. It's like, okay, all right, fine. I was like, I'll accept it. I was excited because oh, black character, but then you realize like it's just a skin. It's so, very, it's, it's very much just a skin. Yeah, and is is there a benefit to picking that skin over Raiden himself, or it's just the look? I don't think so. I and I don't 
particularly like the skin in general. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. it's very nice. I don't think, I don't think that version of that character, which is kind of what the character looks like on the TV show, I have my own issues with. But I oh, don't, we could get into that. Yeah, I don't really, <laughs> I, I don't really, I don't particularly like that suit. I don't think it's interesting. I think it looks very much like the Atom from mm-hmm. uh, was that League of League, Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, so th- that bulky, like Iron Man-ish look is kind of played out for me now, especially since it's it's not a thing that I believe Black Lightning is known for. Like he's not known mm. for like building the suit. I think it was just like a jumpsuit, like a Green Lantern yeah. suit. So the it skin- looks like a conductor suit. It looks like, a, you know, because in this day and age, because we've come so far along in science and technology, they want... This, you know, when you're designing costumes, they want it to have a purpose, right? And I feel as if the Black Lightning suit is like a containment suit, a way to for him to properly conduct his powers. Like that's how they can explain that away. It looks bulky as hell, and just like you know, just like Iron Man, just like the rest of the Arrowverse. As as long as the seasons go on, they can edit the costume, they can make it more efficient. So you know, I see that as as a pilot. You know, it's like a, just throwing it out there, see how it works, and going from there. Yeah, if Arrow has taught us anything, is that that Green Arrow costume is always in flux. That thing is never nailed down. They've yeah. changed that thing at least every season. Absolutely. Okay. Merchandising, well, merchandising, yeah. merchandising. Got to sell toys. Got to sell <laughs> costumes. And let's face it, Steve Amell could, you know, fill anything out. Dude is buff as hell. <laughs> and uh, that, <laughs> that's our episode for Injustice 2 hope you guys enjoyed it hit us online at superblack.org on twitter you can hit us up on the website superblack.co follow Dan at the Carnival Prince on Instagram buy his book it's out now it's great beautiful art very colorful very informative especially if you're a Trinidadian get in touch with your roots like he did thank you Dan for joining me right now Thank you, Carl. That's all we got for you guys today. This has been Super Black. Full stop. Talk to you later, guys.